But, you know, I'm tired of being in a friend zone, so I had to do another one. Shout out to Drizzy. Turn up. Look, I be up when you call me. Who told you crying was solid? Girl, for free to stop venting. It's okay, I'm here to listen. I've been here from the beginning. Swear my love is consistent. These girls protest against niggas. I might just sign a petition. I'm scared to let somebody in on this. Oh, no, man, no, no, no. You gotta let this go. I wanna be more than a show that you can cry on. Girl, am I your type or do I not have the right to know? The saddest old girl. Say my name, say my name. Hello, Hi. everybody. How are you doing? How are you doing? Yes, yes, yes. All right, in case y'all didn't know, I'm Dami. And I am Erica Mona. And this is Cross Cultured. <laughs> this is episode what? 21. 21. Wow, so we'll be doing this what? April, May, June, July. Oh, going on five months. Include five March. Months. We did. We started in March. Yeah. Included. So April, May, June, July, August. Mm. Five months. Okay, that's not bad. Well, thank you for rocking with us, for listening to us. Thank you for being consistent listeners. Thank you for being a friend. All right, girls. So as you know, for our first time listeners, or you know, just to remind people what we are about. What is cross culture? What does that mean to you? All right, you guys. Well, this week, cross cultured um, is a about understanding different perspectives from the other side um, a lot of the time you guys know this is a female heavy show considering that we both are females and identify as females <laughs> <laughs> stop I'm being inclusive I mean that's fine but the, the facial expression you made about OJB <laughs> anyway cross culture is about understanding all the perspectives from those um, that aren't female how bad it? Right, 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 right. Okay. All right. Oh, that's okay. Okay, awesome. All also, right, follow girl. us on social media. Yes, um, Cross X Cultured Podcast on Instagram. And at Cross X Cultured on Twitter. There's no podcast. We couldn't write that much. So just Cross X Cultured on Twitter. Yes. And our personal account for me, it is um, Erica Mona, E R I K A M O N A A. And also my locks page, y'all. Follow my locks page. It's Mona's Locks, M O N A S L O C S. Thank you. Follow me at Damn I'm Fine. So that's at D A M underscore I'm Fine. All right. So, per usual, let's get into the tea. Let's get into our topics. Yes. So, this week, y'all know I am a barb. I am a barb. I am a barb. I am a barb. And this was a week for the barbs because Queen Radio was on this week and a lot happened. Please, for those who don't know, what's a barbs? What's Barb? A Barb is a follower, a stan of the queen of rap of current day, um, Nicki Minaj. Okay, okay. I think I am maybe a, a fetus. What is a fetus? A baby now. I'm a, a baby <laughs> Barb. I'm getting there. Like, I'm getting interested in this. I mean, I, I like Nicki Minaj, but I've, I was never like a big fan. At least definitely not as much as you you are. Yes. You know, but lately I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I'm feeling her. I'm feeling her plight, her situation. But yeah, let's get into it. So, Queen her Radio. Plight. 
All right, so we're just going to start with this one because it's a lot of tea and a lot of drama that spewed from that. So here's the general breakdown. So Queen Radio is Nicki Minaj's radio show with Beats One Radio. This week, she had my other favorite podcast, the Joe Budden Podcast, um, guest star on the on her radio show. So it was Joe Budden, Rory, and Maul, and Parks was there too, but whatever. Rory Ma and so they're all cast of the podcast. of the Joe Budden podcast. Okay. So um, essentially, what happened was Nicki Minaj used this as an opportunity to call out Joe Budden for a lot of the remarks that he has made about her over the past two years, um, from when he was on Everyday Struggle to even on his own platform. Some of these remarks include um, why she, you know, the whole Nicki Cardi beef with Motorsport, kind of saying that Nicki didn't um, know that Cardi was going to be on the song, and when she found out, they took shots at each other. Give Giving life to a lot of that Cardi Nikki beef. He's even mentioned that maybe Nikki's on drugs on his Joe Button podcast. He mm-hmm. has mentioned like she has eccentric behavior, so maybe we should watch out for Nikki. She may be taking drugs. And I think she had enough in this recent interview when you know she went on live with Meg the Stallion, as we mentioned. And then recently on the show, they were like they thought that that was planned um, to kind of try and fix Nikki's image from this. I, she doesn't like female rappers right. thing. So Nikki took it upon herself to invite them on the show, and she read Joe to Phil. She she went, and I, I think that's actually my first time really listening to her um, Queen. Oh, Radio. Queen Radio. Yeah. But I, I feel she handled it well. I mean, there's a time where she was really going off, and that she didn't let him speak at all. But for me, it just I don't like Joe Biden personally. But um, Joe's cool. Mm, but for me, it just really showed how, as she said, he does not like to admit his wrong. He feels, and he's used to probably being the smartest person in the room. Oh, or that's yeah. how he feels, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like when you have someone question you, especially where you wrong or the things that you did it's for you to just admit and say you know my bad i did say those things you know my you know my intention was not necessarily to hurt you but okay this is what i do blah 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 no he wanted to deny it. he didn't want he didn't want to talk about it at all you know yeah so that that is a, a fault of joe right like this is the thing with joe budden joe budden um and as the as the guys ended up saying on his podcast so they ended up later doing an exchange where nikki got on the joe budden podcast um and the guys kind of like poked fun at joe it was like basically joe got joe budden because that is something that Joe does. Ooh. Like, Joe is the type to yell. You know, Joe is the type to overly have, have too much passion in what he's saying, which is which is the thing. So it's like me being a fan of both of these people and watching them and knowing that, like, they have their own relationship. I'm like, damn, Nikki really kind of going off for the cameras and for the radio. Um, because I, But I'm, I'm sure everything she said was true and she said it to him already that was what i mean when i say she's going off of the cameras like she said it to him already you think so they said so you know oh, even on the, okay. even on when um nikki got on joe's podcast joe was like my whole thing was you saying it like you were snapping on me for the first time like this is a recycled curse out like you cursed oh. me out. she was like yeah i've cursed you out but i needed it to be done in public the same way that you did me but in she public she got a point because if you're gonna embarrass me in public and then you want to apologize in private come on now exactly yeah um so as we just alluded to um it was a trade-off so nikki ended up going on the Joe Budden podcast where some more teas kind of came out on the Joe Budden podcast. Um, Teas including how Charlemagne and DJ Envy from The Breakfast Club really have a vendetta against Nicki Minaj with anybody who pays attention to The Breakfast Club. They do. That's not new information. They do. Um, Envy has even been on record saying he does not play Nicki Minaj's songs Mm. because of some fake pseudo beef she had with DJ Clue which did not concern Envy whatsoever. I feel like a lot of this men are low-key jealous of of her success and where she is you know I think they're definitely jealous like okay she's the queen she's the main one they're, they're jealous they I, see her as competition yeah for me and this is part of why I'm a barb I feel like I don't like people don't really understand why I'm a barb because I don't come off as barb-esque you get what I'm saying like I'm not 
me being a Barb is because Nicki Minaj, she's really like a female in a male world. And I feel like that's something that I aspire to be in a lot of different ways, right? Like, it's a male-dominated world. We know that. There's a men's world, and, you know, we women are trying to find our footing. And I think that right. Nicki Minaj um, is in this male-dominated industry, and she hangs with the boys. She's just as good as the boys. She's just as opinionated and as a, the boys. And better than a lot of and them. And better than a lot of them. She is a legend in her own right, not just as a female. And I think that it, it hurts them when Nicki gets to talking her, her smack about it, talking her stuff and saying, this is what I am, and I demand the same respect. I feel like you know, we sit here on this same internet and watch Curtis Jackson, who ain't put out an album or a song in years. Oh, I'm like, oh, 50 Cent? I'm yeah. like, oh, it's Curtis Jackson? Yeah, we, <laughs> we watch Curtis Jackson drag people every single day on the yeah. internet and laugh and say nothing and people just kiki, ya, ha, ha, woo, woo, woo. But if it was to be her or somebody her, else, like, people it would be were, like, oh, you hate women, oh, you're, you're not supportive, exactly. you're an angry black woman, you're this and that. Exactly. I agree. And that's just not fair. I just think that, you know, like, like I've said before on this podcast, just because we're women, we're not obligated to have to support every single woman. Like, I'm allowed to not like a woman because we get into our own little thing. So I just feel like that's always tries to be put on Nikki. And it's just kind of also like... She could do what she wants to do. If people are talking about her, she has the right to address people. Ain't that how Birdman was on there talking about put some respect on my name? Put some respect so, on my name. So, put some respect on Nikki Onika Minaj. Yeah, um, but one thing I just want to talk I'm about, sorry, she Onika did mention, she mentioned that um, Trina's team, because you know yeah. she has a song with Trina, Babs, um, which is on Trina's album. She said Trina's team were complaining about how Nikki was not supportive and didn't really promote the song, you know. And but I like the way Trina handled that situation. Shout out to Queen Trina. That's also like a really that is a top queen because you know she got on live and she said that you know what we're not going to talk about this. She said overall it's a bad business. That was just between all of them. She said it's nothing personal, you know. Mm-hmm. And as you said, it's like she Trina even said that all her features, none of them were paid. It was done. As a favor to her, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because of a relationship, so of course it was a favor. No one got a post, and Nikki did post the song. She you know posted what I'm the song. She doesn't have to post it 24 seven because it's not her album. Like that's not her exactly. job to do, you know. But just also show that you know there is love between you know women and hip hop. You know what exactly, mean? and and that's just what it is. And you know this whole week following that has been like a spew of people doing stuff. I'm gonna read DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God for filth because Charlemagne sits here with his whole tap antics and sits here and talks about mental health and loving the black girl. Per, the black person and supporting her and it's just it's just become more and more and more evident that the Breakfast Club does not support black women no it's just trolling just even for trolling. you know what recently came out for P and Coach K who are like um, basically the owners and managers of QC Quality Control Music Group for them to be on the Breakfast Club and for Envy to make a dumb comment like what surprised you more when Miami car got shot up or she got pregnant it's like um, what kind of like someone like why her car got shot and then to she follow it up with, die. to follow it up with oh yeah I'm sure it was when she got when you found out she was pregnant she looked he looked at him like like no <laughs> so that even shows that you think because she got pregnant like that's the end of her career you know you don't think she's gonna make oh she's pregnant that's the end of her career and she's not supposed to get pregnant as a rapper it's just so stupid her car got shot why would that not be more surprising that means she was about to die heck her and the baby were gonna die 
Exactly. And then, you know, speaking of Breakfast Club, Rick Ross was also on the Breakfast Club this week. So as part of the Joe Budden podcast, some more tea that came out was, um, I guess, an underlying feud between Nicki Minaj and And Rick Rick Ross. Ross, And how Rick Ross was, you know, sent a text message to Meek when Nicki was dating Meek, talking about she's a keeper, she's the one. Because as we know, Meek alluded to the fact that Nicki didn't do much to help with with his his case. Uh Which, first of all, that's not her business nor her place. But secondly, you know, she, she has... Vocally and said Yes I did I did she a lot She had a meeting With Barack Obama And the first thing She brought up was The Meek. fact that He's on um, parole After yeah. so many years And it's just kind of like You know she went to court case. Like she did what A girlfriend should do At the time that They were dating I think you know The thing about This social media Like all celebrities too They're victims to it They want everything To be on social media exactly. Oh she's not posting this She's not saying exactly. Free Meek Mill Free the love of my life yes. woo, woo. So I feel like That's pinning him I don't know exactly, and which is it, it seems to be an MMG problem if you ask me because why weren't Wale and Meek beefing because um, Wale put out an album and Meek didn't promote it on IG so they started beefing that was like a whole thing back then. It's just saying it just shows how immature this men are, yes. how insecure they are. Okay? And then Rick Ross had the audacity to say on the Breakfast Club, um, Nicki was a vital part of Meek and Drake's beef, mm-hmm. and you know not that she was a vital part, but she was an integral player and she didn't do enough to squash the beef. And I feel. Like that's such a hard place for a woman to be. That's like my brother and my boyfriend are beefing. Like, what right. am I supposed to do? I don't know. It's just it's ridiculous. It's just nonsense. And then then Rick Ross put Nicki's name in one of his songs. Yeah. Some something whatever. It's just ridiculous. And this is all just one woman. No, one woman. All of them are just attacking her like attacking this. one woman. Anyway, but shout out to Nicki Minaj. You know, I'm Queen. glad that she finally got it all. Off her chest So yes. hopefully this is just The end of everything And she just goes on With her life And gets married to her husband And just live her happy life Like you know And make yeah. more music Simple as that Oh I think she's actually Coming out with an album soon but Yeah she so day. I'm thirsty Because Nikki, You know Nikki was supposed to been Do her tour in America But she never did it uh, And I think she played it smart She was like I'll just drop a whole other album Because I think Queen Didn't go the way it was supposed, supposed to, to go I agree um, And it, it just was a lot with Queen I think there was so much Politics surrounding Queen It didn't get to do The numbers I, it, it definitely deserved. wasn't the best of her work to yeah. me personally um, but I definitely do have high hopes for this next album I yeah. feel like she has a clearer mind too yeah. to have something better yeah. you know but let's just move on alright Miley Cyrus that is what Hannah Montana she got her and her husband Liam um, Hemsworth they divorced after a year of marriage I didn't even First really of all, they were married they did but you know this their relationship has been back and forth for a good minute because they were engaged yeah. for a while and stuff then they broke up then they broke up and then they got married and less, less than a year they divorced so he is um, what's who's his older brother Chris Hemsworth yes Thor, which, which is Thor. Oh, he's, they're all handsome in their family they are they, they all are they handsome fine breed of men good Australian breed yes 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 but it's like Heidi, uh, Miley, um, what's her name? Miley Montana. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> she's back on her nonsense. Like you see this, she's posting like twerk videos and stuff. Now she's listening to her hip hop rap music again. She wanted to be a hot, hot girl. girl. So bad. You know, I guess this is how, you know, okay, she's divorced. So this is how, you know, having living her best life, a hot summer life or something. Maybe I'm thinking too deeply, but it's almost like she uses black culture to annoy him. Like it's, it's like it's, I'm sure he's annoyed by it Cause it's kinda like That's the thing right Like when they were back together That's when she denounced she did, All she ties did. to black culture right. So it's like now that They're bro- broken up Which I already knew They was over Because she started Acting black again I knew her husband <laughs> Her husband doesn't Tolerate that nonsense From her And he, it's just even The type of black She's trying to It's just Yeah oh, like You know he, he don't tolerate Niggerdom from her Ooh. He don't So you know 
what I'm saying? That's what all of that was. If we're gonna be together, you gotta know who you are. I loved you I as like a country. A white American I liked girl. you as a country girl. The climb when you were in the Nicholas Sparks movie, and we I like saw Hannah Montana. Okay. That's exactly that's who he wants. He wants the heir to the Billy Ray Cyrus that's, dynasty. Yeah. He doesn't want Juicy J. I was about to say Juicy J. Yeah, he, he, was, he doesn't want that. So <laughs> it's almost like I this agree. is this is her rebellion to him. And I think that his family also does not really like her. You know, I was reading some stuff, and it's like his family is also like, listen, just end, end this nonsense. But I guess they, they feel like this is a back and forth, that they don't know if they're really fully broken up. When she's kissing Brody's wife. Right, Brody Jenner's wife. And then she commented on Instagram saying, oh, get a life, be mature, some stuff. You First know, of all, like, I'm not going to be mature. You kissing my wife, bro. My wife. That I well, just divorced. That I just divorced. I didn't even know she was about that life, though. Girl, I ain't surprised. I'm not even surprised. Listen, I was like, damn, y'all thirsty. Y'all ready to be kissing on each other. Then in public like this. Yeah, that's what, what I mean. It's like, damn, y'all was... And I think it's it. intentionally just to definitely get the media attention. Like, definitely. It's just to get... Because what... Okay, what's going on with Miley? Like, Miley. what? Is her music... Like, are we talking about her music? Is there anything about her music we're talking about? Why the other day? Is she day? acting? I was Nothing. on Apple and they talking about a Miley Cyrus essential playlist. I had to look like, what's what? Miley Cyrus essential? What was it? I mean, they had the climb party in the USA. Okay. Um, what's that? The- I mean, that song was decent. I did like that. No, Miley, listen, no cap. Miley had a phase. Like, right when she finished I Hannah mean, she, Montana, she, she, yeah, yeah. and she had some music. Yeah. I like I liked Wrecking Ball. I yeah. like all those little joints. And I didn't but- watch Hannah Montana, too. I watched it, too. Yeah, I didn't finish it. I, I didn't finish know, it either. But, but yeah, you know, it, when it first started, I did I, I watched watch. it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, yeah. What's- yeah, girl, she's bored and she wants attention. She's definitely an attention whore, that I, I would say. I told y'all Miley on that. La, la. Um, real quick, though, let's go to... Okay, ASAP Rocky. So he's found guilty, but he's not going to serve any time. Yeah, he's paying money. Mm, of course. I kind of I had a feeling he was... I knew he was going to serve no time. Yeah, I knew he wasn't going to serve no time, but... Oh, well. All's well that ends well, right? ASAP... Boom. That's right. It. Now now you see how it is. You you're a black man exactly. at the end of the day. No matter no matter how rich you exactly. are, you're a celebrities, you're talking about oh, all this, you know, police brutality, all this stuff, it doesn't have anything to do with you. Well, look, it happened in a whole nother country. How you feel? The street said his boo, his ex boo, Kendall Jenner, was consoling him. Oh. Okay. That's what the streets were saying. But I mean, you know, they're they're trying to be lawyers in their family and comforters and counselors. Mm-hmm. I be Kim Kardashian. Is she trying to go to She wanna be in law school? Yeah, so it makes sense for Kendall Jenner to also, you know. She took role. she took a break from modeling. Oh, she's taking a break from modeling? No, I'm just talking. Oh, I'm like, what? Like what is she gonna do? Well, they're rich, so she'd be fine. Apollo and Phaedra. So Apollo and Phaedra Parks, they are from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Apollo served, what, almost eight years? It's been a while. Like, he I was he, there for a this good thing, I thought he was out for a second, then he went back for violating probation. For, yeah, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. But I think he was in a halfway house for a good little second. Yeah. But he went to he to jail for uh, fraud. It was yeah. fraud. It was basically he was, fraud. He was a city boy. Yeah, fraud. And um, mind you, Phaedra Parks, she is a lawyer. So, you yes. know, a question was like, is that... You didn't know what your husband was doing. You didn't know he was Girl. involved in all these fraudulent activities. That's the OG. Do you, think it, do you think it's possible for you to have no idea of the kind of stuff that your husband is doing? This is the thing. And I, and, I, and I think this is the fact of the matter. I feel that Phaedra is a lawyer enough to know to not ask details. I think mm, in her mind... She knows she, something is... She knew how that, you making all this money? Exactly. I think in her mind, she knew Apollo. Mind you, he was already a convicted... Fallon. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I think in her mind, she already knew Apollo... 
is not this smart. You know, he's, he's not. not this business mindset. No. He, he really don't do nothing. I wonder what Apollo's doing. He popping too much money in the club, like yeah. this, that, and the other. But I think in her mind, she's like, I'm a lawyer and I'm a businesswoman. I'm not get so involved. if I ask questions, I'm going to have to make a decision based off whatever I find out. That's very true. So she's just like, you know, so they, they try to play Phaedra. Like, you mean Tammy, you didn't know? I mean, Phaedra's not stupid, but I feel like, no, I didn't know the ins and outs of the his, ins and out. yeah. of his business. And it's like, in that situation, like, even if she did, what was she going to do? And I feel like in her mind, she also is trying to have like wishful thinking. Like, I'm not even going to ask. I'm going to hope that he gets the, like he knows the good sense exactly. to get himself together before we even exactly. have to get to this point. Right. That he knows better that this is not going to affect their family, you know? But obviously, he does not know better. He's stupid. Um, so he did go to jail. I think he served at least five to six years. Yeah. Um, but mind you, before then, their, their marriage was definitely like, it was definitely rocky a little it, bit. It was. But this all comes back up because Apollo He's engaged. was on. No, no, no. He was on um, social media talking about Phaedra not letting him see the kids. Because I know on the show, Phaedra said that she's not a fan of taking the kids to prison. prison yeah. Which, you know, like, everyone has their own opinions and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't blame her for want to, for not wanting to put her two sons, black sons. They were that very envi- young. Yes, in that environment to go... I feel like, yes, maybe honest with the kids about where your, their, their dad, you know, their father is. However, like... Prison, I've never been to prison before, but I, I I can safely assume that it's not the best environment to take a child to, especially young kids too. I think that there's a difference between I just don't want to take them to the jail to see you versus y'all can have a phone relationship, right? Right, right, especially right. Especially because right. it wasn't a close, you know, I think he was in, like, was a, far. He was in like a Philly it, it, prison it, it, or something. It was far, it wasn't um, close. And it's just like, I think that these are the things, like, you know what I mean? Like, they tried to crucify her for not wanting to take these two young children all the way across the country to do this and that. But I think she could have, you know, they could have talked on the phone frequently, which it seems that they did. There were moments on the show where Apollo was on the phone with the boys. And I think that, you know, what else do you want from her? And it's for him to be like, oh, you keeping my kids from me. No, you can't blame her. And then, again, from her point of view, it's kind of like, you intentionally made this Mistake. You can't a mistake. From yourself, you intentionally bro. made this, yeah. this, this, whatever, this situation. You put yourself in this situation. You were involved in fraud. You know that you're a reality TV star. You know you have two young boys. Exactly. You know, you know you've already been to prison. prison. You, you, you already know been convicted. So why no would sympathy. you go back to that lifestyle and put your whole family like Zero that? Sympathy. Why? So of course, I ain't finna drive hours just to bring this two little boys to come see their bad daddy for no. an hour. Exactly. For thirty minutes. No. Exactly. No. This not. We so why finna bring that every weekend? Exactly. No. Uh, then Peter, old bald head, Uncle Ben. So Peter is Cynthia's. What's her name? Cynthia. Dang. I forgot her last what name. What is Cynthia's last name? Dang. Bailey. Cynthia Bailey. Bailey, yeah. Cynthia She's Bailey. also like a former model or whatever. Um, that is her ex husband. Who was also on the show? He, as Nene said, he stayed in bitches' business. That's Why? true. It's like, Nene said, you the only man, husband, boyfriend who's always in a woman's, you know, conflict mind. business. Why do you have to? Why? He told me, I'm going to speak on it because Apollo, my God. First of all. You're bored. <laughs> for, exactly. First of all. You have no relevance. Y'all really this close? Like, y'all really trying to say that you this close? Why didn't Todd speak on it? Todd had Apollo's things in his garage. Because Todd know better. Todd like, this. my name is Bennett and I'm not in Right. Here. And I'm sure Candy was like, you better not say nothing because okay hold on we gonna get to that tea later because the the gag was you know candy said that if phaedra back on the show she not gonna be on the show no more i can't need to get over but it i heard me. that phaedra coming back this season but we gonna wait that's what i heard i don't, I don't know. know i don't think she is because I, I know i feel like they value candy more candy not, is not necessarily interesting I don't, think, I don't value candy on the show I, but i feel like bravo do 
you know yeah she's not that interesting quite honest I feel like everyone else is more interesting than she is but just for the relationship of being with Candy and who she is and business whatever I think they do not want to lose her they better remind Candy where her income coming from Candy, she could care less about. That's what I'm saying. Well, well, they don't need to remind her. That's why she 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 said that they, she could easily leave if Phaedra so she, come back. So she should. I feel like Phaedra bring more to the show than Candy. Obviously, Phaedra bring more to the show than Candy. And if Candy is that pressed about it, then go on somewhere. I feel like it's over. Like they should. Yeah, like it's been over. Too. If you can forgive Portia, and if you watch the show, Portia really the one who Was the, who, who brought, brought the whole it, yeah. thing. If you can forgive Portia to that extent, you can. Forgive and you don't Phaedra. have to talk to Phaedra. You don't. You can have. You don't have. To Y'all don't have to her. shoot together. Y'all don't. But anyway. Anyway, um. So CNN caster Don Lemon is being sued for an alleged assault by a bartender. Sexual assault. Sexual. <laughs> you said wait, add the sexual. No, because that was what. Because I looked it up. Because I'm just like, uh-uh, me too. Me too, Don Lemon. Like, what is this going on? So basically, listen, this is from 2018. This is not even this year. So the T is, he's a New Jersey bartender. He filed a lawsuit against um, CNN Don. He said he was like on a Sunday. Um, Don and his friends came to the bar. Okay. And, you know, and the bartender was like, oh, hey, that's Ben, that's Don Boo Boo. And uh, I guess offered to buy him a drink. But Don declined, okay? Apparently, later in the night... Don walked up to him and his friends saying like, um, what did he even say? So they went back to the same bar? No, they were, they were still in the same oh, bar. They was, but walked they was up lit. to him. Yeah, okay. yeah, definitely. There was lit. There okay. were lit. And says some stuff like, um, is it because you like me? That's why you keep disturbing me? Do you want to yeah. fuck me kind of thing? Whoa. Yes. So he grabbed him aggressively. So they said, Lemon put his hand down the front of the bartender's shorts, okay? Mm. And vigorously rubbed his genitalia. Yeah. Removed his hand and shoved his index and middle, middle fingers into his the anus. bartender's... Uh-uh. I, I, was, I thought that's where it was going. <laughs> Wow, girl. I thought that's where it was going. <laughs> you was reading this thing like it was an erotica novel. I'm talking about. <laughs> Let, me Let me laugh. Okay, okay. Anyway, removed his hand and shoved his index and middle fingers into the bartender's mustache and under his under his nose. And then he said, "Do you like pussy or dick?" <laughs> With aggression and hostility. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? What's up? I, oh, we bogus. You bogus. Why are you still doing that to me? You bogus. I'm not laughing. Wow. Okay, wow. Okay. Anyway, so of course, Lemon, um, he he denies it, whatever. But apparently they said that this guy is now filing, um, suing him because he did try to extort like $1.5 million from him. Wow. And then uh, Lemon didn't agree to it or didn't mm. give it to him, whatever. Um, but yeah, that's an ongoing case. So we're going to see how, you know, it happens. Even, I think the owner of the bar was like, did he did see, you know, the, the confrontation, but he said he didn't take offense to it because he was like, it's in um, Hampton, New York. Oh, the Hamptons. Yeah, you know what I mean? So all yeah. this, he said this is something that's not new. You know, of oh. course, we think about it. Celebrities, they, they get drunk, they're entitled. So, I, you know, I think he said it was between maybe him being flirtatious or maybe being aggressive, you know? I mean, I feel like you offered the drink. He probably thought that was like the, you know, I don't know how. But then the bartender was saying that, no, I'm straight. You know, I was just, you know, a fan. I was just trying to like, oh. you know, say hi, you know. So he, he wasn't like. I don't know, but then you never know. When we don't he, know the full story. When he asked him, he didn't respond. When he asked him, he said, do you like pussy or do you like <laughs> He didn't give the response. <laughs> he said he's straight. 
but let's but that's interesting though. And the bartender was like, "This is the complete opposite of the Me Too, you know, movement, <sighs> whatever guy. It's complete opposite from what you see on TV that you see in person." I'm like, I mean, yeah, I'm sure that's first of all. Who do we see on TV? Somebody presenting the news. The news, like, we like, don't know, like it's not Don the, Lemon. You think he's gonna talk to you like that in person? Yeah, like, like Don, not about to be CNN. like, come on, Don just starting to get a little spice to himself yes. on TV. Yes. For the he longest, he wouldn't even say he was gay. He wouldn't even say he was black. Like, come on. Right, like, right, right. Let's not do this. Mm. Anyway, I hope that, that cl- gets cleared up. All right. Jeffrey. How do you say his name? Epstein. Epstein, whatever. Committed suicide. So as you allegedly. may know. No, I'm just allegedly. Girl. That's what they're saying. There's been a lot of speculation. They he hung himself. So the, so the reports came out that they hung himself, but conspiracy theorists are saying that um, it is a bigger job, either that he was killed on the inside or he was pressured to kill himself. So, right. Because they say that, you know, with this child trafficking ring, um, Jeffrey Epstein is the uh, big name, but he has a lot of names that he, he has could billionaire drop. friends billionaire million friends um, they're saying to the likes of even former president Bill, Bill Clinton, Clinton yes. um, could be named in this case which you know we already know what Bill about so we know he a freak you know we know how Bill get Super down freak yeah so, and you know he had a party with um with Trump, Trump too. you know, and you know, it's funny. This President Trump, he tweeted. I think someone tweeted that. Do you really think that you know this suicide was you know just natural, like nothing had, nothing was involved? He retweeted it. Oh my god! I think he retweeted or he liked it. One of those. One of he did one of those. So obviously, it's kind of like, oh, if Trump believes this, that he's saying this, you know, look, he's saying this, then maybe. So does Trump just sit with his phone and his Twitter notifications come up, and he just be like? On, like I just he, don't understand. I feel his, like especially at night he's just going through his yeah, Twitter. Yeah, like what at this is old it age? with him on, on Twitter? He, he's talking to you. It's really crazy. It's it's super crazy how I, you know what? I just think that there is a bigger there's something really big that's gonna happen once Trump is done being president. Yeah, and I think that that's what I think what, they're trying to see if they can convict him after. I, I, I think yeah. so. I think that they're there. This is becoming like it's like. They're playing chess and not checkers. Because mm-hmm. I think it, it could have been like, he could have been impeached. We could have been doing ben, all this. Ben, but I ben. think that there's a, a long game that has to be going on because it doesn't definitely. make sense I anymore. I mean, definitely. It, it really doesn't make sense anymore how we just allowing Trump to embarrass definitely. the entire country. country. But concerning Jeffrey, he's definitely a coward, you know, because oh, yeah. it's like, in case you don't know, he was, you know, um, well, he was going to be convicted for a you child know, trafficking child trafficking um, abuse he's also like a registered sex offender already already for I think it was like a 14 year old girl and this man is in his 60s mind you um, so he's a punk he's a coward they probably just probably even threaten his family you yeah. know he probably has more secrets gonna take away his money from his family it's so much it's, you know this white people rich white people it, only in America could a white man who was a registered sex offender go on to be a billionaire go, yes only only, only. in America but that's that. On that. Okay. So let's get into this. So um, Jay-Z has now made a partnership with the NFL to um, begin some sort of social justice an initiative. An entertainment initiative. All of that sounds weird to me, but that's just me. Um, there's been a lot of uproar on social media. It's been a lot of bipartisanship. Some people are like... It's a seat at the table, and he's giving us the voice that we need. Some people are like, Jay-Z, you're a sellout. This is for money. This has nothing to do with social justice. He's a capitalist. Um, he's a capitalist. Um, so, Erica, what's your view on it? You know, I tried to do some research, and basically they said that he did not talk or involve... Kaepernick? 
at all. Mm-hmm. At all regarding this. You know, and I saw that little interview he did. He said that, you know, we're past bending the knee. Mm-hmm. Okay, you could say we're past bending the knee. Because he was, then he said that, you know, we need to do the next thing. Right. Okay, I may hear that. All right. You know, but it's kind of like, low-key... What do you mean we're past bending the knee? Do you you understand the purpose of bend, you know bending the knee? Right. Like even it goes to high school students getting suspended from their games when they do bend the knee. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this is not just like a a TV thing. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just for the media. It's a true purpose, and then it's peaceful protest. You know, and then the main reason why oh you coming together, you talking about for so social justice. Right. NFL cannot be for social justice if they um, fired. Uh, what's his name? Colin Kaepernick. They fired fired Colin, and he's still not even hired back. And then he's one of the top best, he like was the players. Best quarterback, yeah. Like really, because I was top listening. They said that you know ninety percent of um quarterbacks they don't take um their team to the championship. To he the, took his team to the to he the did, Super like, Bowl. He that did year. everything. He's intelligent. Yeah. He was going to graduate school. Like he's a great. Uh, he is a great upstanding black man. You know. Yeah. So this is the man who brought this cause into action into the media, and then you're gonna be involved with the NFL. Who? Okay, mm-hmm. who is the primary reason and even firing him and then not talk to Colin and not have it involved. That is bogus. That is cheating. That is wrong, you know? And obviously, I feel like overall, the main goal is money. That's yeah. how I see it. Now, not to say that, okay, yes, of course, there's probably some benefit, you know, with the NFL social justice. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little, a little benefit, but is it, is it an honest deal? It's not completely honest. It's not fair. It's not right to do that to Colin, too. Like, no, that's not right. There's so many things that come to mind. So, okay, so one thing that um, I I had to try to remember was Colin Kaepernick was given a settlement deal, if we remember Mm -hmm. by the NFL earlier this year. Yeah, which was like 10 mil, which was like, that's chump change compared to what he could have made being in the the thing. We do not know the details of that. um, And I would love to for for that to eventually come out. I'm sure within it, there was some sort of uh, cease and assist where he can't speak on this matter anymore. Mm -hmm. Probably, yeah. Because I feel like he's been super hush-hush about it. And, you know, even recently, all he said was thank you for the support. He I was not um, spoken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanking him, yeah. Um, and that's that. As for Jay Z, here's my thought process. He, you know, in the little clip that came out, he kept asking people, "Do you know what the cause is? Do you know what the cause is?" All right, so we know. And I really want to ask, Nah, bro, do you know what the cause is? Exactly. Because I, in my mind, I really don't see how we have allowed the original cause and the original purpose of this was police brutality. Yeah. It was that black men are being killed by the police and without consequence. Till today. Till today, right? So how is a partnership with the NFL going to eradicate and solve that. And with the NFL. Secondly, what is social justice in the NFL? Like, what does the NFL and social justice have to do with anything? They don't care about it. When did NFL become the social justice? This is not NAACP. This is the NFL. They play football. like some type of Acting like that's a grassroots organization. Exactly. They play <laughs> football. Then you've coupled it with entertainment, which we already know you that's have Rock Nation sports management. We ain't forget, bro. So it's like, I I think that if you're going to do stuff like this and you want to talk the talk, please let me know what the action step is. Have you seen Jay-Z bend a knee in every, any of his performance? First of all, Jay-Z was the same person last year who told Travis Scott don't perform at the Super Bowl with Maroon 5 uh-huh. this year you're working with your, them your, your part, part in. so another, a lot of people are saying like okay well now that Jay-Z done given the stamp of approval to NFL you have now given the NFL back access to black 
um, entertainment, black media, and black culture. Of course. Which he has, because now you're going to see black people being like, well, Jay-Z, you know, he helped free Meek. And it's like, even all of this, people, you know, I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast, and it brought some stuff to my attention, right? How even when we talked about freeing Meek, a big integral, uh, integral part in getting Meek Mill freed was Robert Kraft, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we all know Robert Kraft is the owner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Right. So it's like all this football, social, all of this stuff, y'all been doing something. Y'all been putting pieces together. Yeah. And we just haven't seen it. So I want to see what what more is going to happen. I personally, you know, Beehive is going to kill me, but I always feel like Jay-Z and Beyonce do these, <clears throat> excuse me, they do these uh, activism-esque things um, that look really great on paper, but then when you get into the detail of it, it's like, that wasn't that isn't authentic or isn't as authentic as you presented it to be to me. Um, so I think that yeah, I'm not gonna say that Jay Z has not done yeah, great not to things. Take away from or the you stuff know that you're doing, I think they're definitely doing some good things. You know, definitely. they definitely do do some good things, but I also feel like you know it's not fully done without them benefiting. From, exactly, you know, benefiting from it, and that's all. what it is. Like at the end of the day, good could come out of it, but it's always a business deal. It's, that's what it is. Like they said that he's flown out to meet you know the owner, whoever they had the main guy for the NFL like five times this year already. You know, so like Who knew? even the interview, like they seem like they're best of friends, though. He, he, you know, kicking, laughing together like it's, you know, they've known each other for years. So this is a business deal at the end of the day. The NFL for social justice. Really? I just I don't really know. I'm like, are you going to expand to the NBA? Because are we going to expand to the NCAA where it's millions of young black college athletes who are getting these big schools a ton of money and not getting paid? Like, no, what are we talking about? What is the social justice that we are looking for? It's, it's just ridiculous. I think at the end of the day, it's all, it's about, it's all about money. You know, it's all you. about money. Anyway, but that's that. Okay, that. so in Illinois, LGBT history to be taught in Illinois public schools. Okay. Um, so I think my number one question is black history. Have that, let me even think when I came to this America. <laughs> no, wait, so was I taught about black history? Not, Did not I have not any school. black history class? I don't think so. I don't think so. Not in high school. No, Mr. Butler taught African-American history. That was a class in Thornwood, but it was one class. I didn't have Mr. Butler. That's I what I'm saying. To, it was yeah. like one class. Exactly. Like and then I went to an two elective. high schools. Yeah, it saying? was like an elective. It was like, Can it wasn't imagine? like, it was like you had to seek that. And I feel like a lot of people didn't even know that was something that, you know. And this is, you know, black history sometimes actively being erased from textbooks. You know what I'm saying? From being taught in the curriculum in high schools, whatever. So it's like, well, you know, our mayor, she's, um, she's gay. Uh-huh. All cool and dandy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like your sexuality plays a role with you or has and any politics. impact. Exactly. You making sound decisions, you know, for the mm-hmm. community, for the state, for country, whatever it is. But, you know, just to, I, I don't know if I sound bogus for saying level of importance. No, this is what it is, right? So here's the thing with um, the LGBTQIA community. It's like... We all on the oppressions together, but LGBT always seems to find a way to try to make that specific oppression matter more. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we all know that the only reason that it even has such importance is because it's one of the only oppressions that white people can actively, are actively involved in. That is so true. That's it. It's the only oppression um, that that white people are actively involved in. And they are so passionate about. So Because it's their only oppression. They aren't immigrants for the most part. You know what I'm saying? They weren't eradicated from a land that they built like the Native Americans. They weren't enslaved like African Americans. So 
that that is their oppression. So when we're talking about inclusivity and diversity and stuff, it's the only one that white people can still sprinkle their parsley on. Mm. Now, as an educator, I just I, I will say that there are aspects of LGBT history that could be incorporated into history, right? Yeah. Like I think when we're talking about the um the 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 Stonewall um the that wasn't a battle, but the uh, the protest in Stonewall, which is the bar in New York, uh, which is basically what started Pride, right? Oh, that's that's true. a that's that's a that's a great story. I feel like to yeah, talk with about human rights, with human rights, yes. with activism, with yes. socialism, with stuff yes. that we talk about anyway in history. Social justice, right? yes. with social justice. Do I think that we should now carve out a segment in our curriculum to sp- specifically talk about LGBT history? I don't think it's necessary. Um, but you know what? It could be. I'm not gay. I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking from a lens of not having that attached to me. But I do feel like when we talk about African American history, it's the only the the major difference is that African American history is a major contributor to American history in general. It mm. is a big part of American major. History. It is like it is like every it goes hand in hand. Every part of American history includes a part of Black history that is erased from the beginning of time till today. From the beginning of okay, time till today. So so I, I don't, don't know. know. Maybe I'm not knowledgeable enough in LGBT history to know. Right. Where it, that, that's something I'm thinking know, about. Maybe I don't really know those, you know, like those the, stories, the leaders, yeah. you know, those who are really active and. But I think that what LGBT has to acknowledge is that when we're talking about that struggle, it is a struggle rooted in sexuality, which is is not something that is overt. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, I guess it's overt in some ways and how you like, you know, being a transsexual is obviously overt, you know, something that you see. But I just feel like when we talk about sexuality, that's something that um that that has always been somewhat private for and most people. And it's like, okay, you were black before you're gay. Meaning and, and that's, that's what the oh, you're a lesbian, whatever. We yeah, see your like we see you before your sexuality. Exactly. And even if you're a, 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 a drag queen, cross dress, dresser, exactly. like whatever, the first thing I see is the color of your skin. It's your race, you know. know what besides I'm yeah. whatever you, you have on, or so you know. I, that's how I just I just feel like it's something that's like at this point we are like we're just we're just trying to like open the door for different type of conversations surrounding sexuality. That right. I'm just like, do we we're, need we're to? We're all open to learning. Yeah. Stuff. We're open to learning stuff but I also want to know what grade levels are we going to start instituting what grade levels Um, you know just the the it's also mandatory I think they're gonna it's like when they're saying it's really about to be part of the curriculum I think it's really about to be part of the curriculum like and I think that that comes with a lot because you're gonna have teachers who have been teaching since 1960 1945 who you know was barely was was squeamish to seeing women's chests (laughs) and you want them to really teach history on you know what I'm saying so it's a lot that you have to consider I feel like maybe you could talk about Not to say it's not important, but it could be involved with, you know, sex education, you know, but I don't know if LGBT on it alone. But then again, I I don't think I'm well versed. I'm not well, you know, educated on the whole, um, on the history. Basically. But that's that. Okay. Philly shooting. Mm, Let's talk about that. All right. So in um, the wake of, you know, mass shootings in this country, um, there was another somewhat of a mass shooting. So there was a man in Philadelphia um, who was basically about to be arrested for his um, 
what was it called for having drugs and guns and mm-hmm. stuff right so um white, he, white man no it's a black man it's a black man. man so as he was about to be arrested he says oh hell no i won't <laughs> go and he starts a shootout with philadelphia police so he's shooting the police the police shooting back at him they shooting it's a whole shootout um sometime in the middle of the shootout he realizes dang i'm probably either gonna die doing this you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like it's like either i go to jail or i die right right right. and i don't think i'm ready to die right so he decides to go ollie ollie oxen free i'm tired of shooting and that is how the shootout ended <laughs> after he has um shot multiple officers he <laughs> surrenders funny, and he's like i i quit like that's that and i just feel like in doing that and doing that in the middle of the community especially when you started off with just drug and gun possession charges and then manslaughter is involved yeah now you've involved manslaughter and manslaughter of police officers so for that sir you get a lodo an alodo somebody who is a dumbass stupid makes poor decisions comparable to a donkey Oh Lord, Goof ass. So stupid. Yes. To the Philly shooter, you are our Lodo of the week. Anyway, all right. So let's get into our topic. All right, we have a lot of our topics today. We did. So we get into our main topic. All right, our main topic of this week is men. I don't even know how this episode is gonna go. I don't even know what I'm gonna say. But yes, the topic is. I can't stand you. No, I'm just playing, y'all. Y'all men are trash. Basura. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We we're gonna come at this in a very objective way. Right, 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 right. Um. Right. So first of all, let's just get into men. Like, first of all, what are the types of men and the archetypes of men um that we know in our young adult lives? <laughs> I think that you have um you said I have what? Well, you know, like when we're thinking about men okay. in general, we have like um the the player. You know what I'm saying? You have the player. Is the player also the fuck boy? Yeah, I'm just trying to be politically correct. I think the player or are they two different things? Because I feel like the fuck boy is like our generational thing now. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You think about like within our age, we say he's a fuck boy, fuck boy, fuck boy. And I feel like fuck boy could be so many things. Fuck boy cannot just be, oh, he a player, he's messing with all so many girls. But fuck boy in the sense that Maybe he doesn't even care about your feelings. Oh, you know? yeah. You're right. Oh, you know, he's just so broke. He does. He uses you, too. Oh, yeah. You, know I mean? you got but, those okay, using but, types. Right. So let's break it down, though. So let's say the player. Okay, that's one. There's the broke guy. Oh, there's the broke guy. And when I say broke, I ain't talking about you hustling. You trying to make money. No, there's... But you broke. You like being broke. You, you live off of this. Yeah, of like you live off of women. Like, you the type that really don't... You like, like, every girl you sleep with, you staying in her place. That his best... The best tool he has is his what? His dick. That's terrible. Yeah. Like, pretty like, much. Broke yeah. guys, that's what you're, they have. You're a gigolo. That's what they have. It's their penis they rely on. That would give them money. You're terrible. Yeah. So player, um, broke guy. You have the arrogant guy. The guy who just... Arrogant, prideful. Who thinks that because he has a job and, you know, that he went to school, that he is God's gift to women. Like, yes. thank you for meeting the bare necessities of adulthood. Listen, let's add hotep to it. Ooh, let's put the whole taps on the, last. The, the whole tap is listen. The whole tap because a whole tap could be all of those things, low key. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. This is the thing. All these things. It's not just one. They all overlap. You can have a fuck boy who's yeah. a player who's arrogant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what else? 
Yahoo, Yahoo boy. Uh, <laughs> AKA the scammer. The, yes. The scammer. Yahoo boy, the scammers. Yeah. Mm. Then you, you know, there's the good guys. There are the good guys. The Russell Wilsons of yes. the world. Yes. Oh, Listen. then you got the boy who doesn't date black girls. Oh, yeah. Only t- date white girls. Yeah, you got her too. Like, like Emily. I just don't like Anna. the loudness or the ratchetness. Yeah. You know, or... they're the fake religious, fake Christian. Fake Ooh, you got those Muslim Bible thumping, fake whatever. Yeah. Those, those godly type. Fake godly type. Okay. Mm. Um. They try think to that, use. I think that's, that's, that's that's basically. So we got all these different types of men. Okay. So with all these different types of men, they all have one thing in common. I feel like men have a way of using their words against you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they say whatever they need to say to get you to agree to whatever needs to happen. And I don't know. You know, like I, I see this tweet going around saying that women major in psychology only to get played by a man. <laughs> And I felt attacked because my major was psychology. I mean, I ain't gonna stop. Women definitely be getting played. Some women, I mean, I'm not. I'm gonna say sometimes we women we can be actually like stupid. How do we get played? How? No, for real, because we okay. know it, but like, how? Listen, listen, listen. I have this man. I've, they're definitely pros in the nonsense they do. Yes. Like, they're really pros. Sometimes, I do believe sometimes, like, you don't even know when a guy's cheating on you. And you're just like, wait, whoa, whoa, how did that even happen? But you know when a guy's cheating but on you. But you also though. do know. That's yes. the thing. That's, that's, you know, with this me, me dating this summer, what I realized is that as a woman, if you're intuitive, you pay attention to what, you know what you want, okay? You're paying attention to yourself and this guy that you're on a date with. Yes. Majority of your times, majority of the times, they already tell you who they are. Period. On the first date or the first couple Encounter. of Encounter. In the first conversation, you already they tell know. You either say, I don't want to be in a relationship. Yeah. Listen, I hate when I hear, I'm looking for a best friend. That's so weird to me. Are <laughs> you like, literally dating for, for, for friendship? friendship? And I say, okay, yeah, we all want a best friend and who you're with, but it's like, oh, the best friend is, you know, that's like to sugarcoat. Like, I'm looking for a, a, a fuck buddy, you know? Yes. But I just, I don't want to make it sound like I'm just trying to fuck you, but we could be friends at the same time, right. you know? Um, but. Men, they do really tell you who they are in the jump. Like, you see the signs, you know? You see the way they respond to things, you know? For me, first day... I like, to, I like to ask questions. I like to get to know you as an individual, right. your family, whatever. So you hear the things they say, you know, yeah. their mannerism or like their point of views or how, you know, their beliefs in certain things, whether it's concerning women's right or relationship or a woman should this or do this or that, you know? Exactly. But as women, we tend to be like, oh, you know what? When he gets to me, I'm going to change him. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be... A, and not that you can't be a positive influence on a man, on your partner. Mm-hmm. Definitely possible. And that's what it should be in every relationship. should be some type of positive influence. Exactly. However, it's like, girl, you already see this man here, a 25, 30-year-old man, and you think you're going to change him? You think you're going to raise this man? And that's the thing, right? We always think that we're going to raise a man. Like, you've already been raised, bro. Like, you got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, girl, stop trying to be his mama. Stop trying to be his mom. And the thing with guys is, like, I feel like guys have a way of trying to use your own like they try to use your own rhetoric against you, right? Like you, everything. you, you can literally sit there and like tell a guy something like, "Yeah, you know, like I, I had to let go of a lot of friends this year." You know, just in casual conversation, right, 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 whatever. Right. Then you get into an argument, and a dude will straight up tell you like. See, that's the, that's the thing that's with you. you ain't got no that's why you can't keep friends. You got to start looking at yourself. Yes, and it's like... Mar- and he's like, whoa. And it really does. And then that, that's how they get to you. They really make you feel like, damn, is, is it, it me? me? <laughs> you know how many questions would be like, is it me? 
No, it's not you. Girl. And that's what makes people have to text their friends. Like, first of all, this is the situation. Uh-huh. Like, am I crazy or am I not? And I think that's the thing that guys don't get. So it's like, I have a lot of questions for men because I feel like we have a, a miscommunication between the genders. Definitely. Like, we just have a miscommunication between the genders. And me having three older brothers, and they're all different in their own way. Yeah. And, you know, I've seen them interact with different women. And, you know, like, they have, you know, their own style or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. But at the end of the day, it's kind of always like men never see what they do wrong. Like they really walk with a sense of I am a man. I am the man. This is how I set things around me. Therefore, this is the precedent that I've set. And I think a lot of Nigerian men are like that. A lot of yeah. African men are like that because yeah. of the culture. The culture as yeah. in you're the head, you're the one in control. No matter and how and Americanized, so no, don't let and, that fool Exactly. You. And, and things that, you know. I think that's the, what I didn't realize about being the head, okay? You being the head is you being mature enough yeah. to, you know, to be humble and to see when you're wrong and to know that your, your wife, your girl, your partner, your woman is your partner. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You could be the head, but okay, this at the same time, it could also, it is also a partnership. You it know is. what I mean? It's always like, a partnership. Like, I'm not going to deal with, you know, act like, okay, you're the only one who's going to make the decisions. Why? Because you make the most money or you have the money or because you have a penis. No, 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 no. Because you're stronger. No. Like, Two heads are better than one, okay? So it's like God didn't create you to be alone. God didn't create us to be alone. We he have did. to be together, you yeah. know? So I think one thing that I can say that I don't like about men, in those type, type of men that, you know, okay, let's say you're going to date, you're both just like, you know, let's just see how it goes, woo-woo, you know? You guys hanging out all the time, texting every day. You guys probably get intimate, and then he pulled, then, you know, and I yes. think when you get intimate, and then, you know, things get emotional, you know, more deeper emotionally, mentally, yes. whatever, and then... You low-key become best friends and you guys are together all the time. And then, you know, as a woman, you're just like, okay, well, you be doing all these things. You in my house. I'm in your house. You know, you have a toothbrush in my place. I have a toothbrush in your place. You damn near got a key. Woo-woo. And, you know, as a woman, if you try to question them in the sense like, oh, so where were you or why didn't you text me? Oh, yeah. And it doesn't mean like you even text them in a crazy way. But you just, just like, like, and then just be like, yo, 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 you ain't my girlfriend. God. Girl. And this is the thing, like, I, I think that. Men have a problem with accountability, and that's just, like, the overall thing. Like, men really have a problem with accountability. Like, I think that that's what hurts them about being attached to women. It's like, damn, it's somebody else that's going to hold me accountable for the things that I said I was going to do, even within my own personal life, right? They want the cake and eat it, it too. Like, you know, a lot of times with me, me as a woman, I do this with all guys in my life, not even just like my boyfriend or whoever I'm talking to. I do this with my guy friends too. It's like, we have a conversation about something. I'll call you and be like, hey, you said you was, you was going to quit your job in like three months. Did you, have you been looking for jobs? Mm-hmm. Like and, it's, and they hate that. Like they hate just being reminded of maturity and adulthood and to being like, to honor your word. Like I'm the type of person that I'm going to force you to honor your word. You said you was going to call me. Right? What, why didn't you call me? Right. That's what you said. You I, said it. I didn't you know put that what? in your mouth. They hate being questioned because, you know, okay, I hear this. Oh, I don't want a yes woman. I want a woman who has an opinion and speak up. But when I do have an opinion or when I do question your point of view or, you know, I give you my own opinion, you know, exactly. it's not, it doesn't mean I disagree with what you're saying, but I could be like, but I feel like, you know, I'll just give a different stance. Exactly. They're like, oh, you like to argue. Oh, you, and I'm just like, gee, <laughs> I'm not even, I, I'm not even, it's not like we're arguing back and forth. Or what they call you a wayward woman. You're I a wayward, you're too bold. I hate when people say that to me. You're too bold. Oh and I'm my just God. like, my, my dad did tell me one time, he was like, you're bold. <laughs> and I'm just like, They I'm tell me all the time. Because I'm asking you a question. Yeah, I'm not shy. 
You're not shy. I'm, I'm just asking you a question. I'm not even yelling. I'm not raising my voice. I'm not using any abusive language or words. I'm just like, so what made you think? Or, you know, woo, 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 just breaking the situation yeah. down. Or just giving you, letting you know how I think. And it's like, ah, you need to still know your place. Exactly. Like, and like you came at me like you were a man. Nigerian man. My dad, my dad, he's a 60-year-old man, okay? Nigerian man. He's like, you have to fear your husband. What? Why, why do I have to fear my respect? I, I, yes, respect is the different. same way he needs to respect me. But why? Do, and I think in his own sense, he, he doesn't, it's not like he means like he has to be like, oh my God, cavalry scared. Exactly. But in the sense that no one's speaking. You, can't, no, you like, can't get too bug. You can't say yeah, what exactly, you want to say. Exactly. Like, you know, just remember you're a woman. Exactly. You're underneath him. Like okay? at the end of the day, He's still the king of the castle. And I just think this rhetoric of that, like, men get the final stage just needs to be abolished, especially when you have so many men that avoid their responsibility, right? Like, when we think about... like Okay, so the other day, Mm. I'm talking to this guy. I was on this, like, date, and I was telling this dude how, in my opinion, men are the reason why all these activisms and all these, like, protests and things don't work because it's always men that fold under pressure. Right. And I was just saying, like, for example, right, we all can say Kanye is canceled because of this, this, and the other. It's going to be men that's going to be like, but I'm still finna buy his Yeezys because they don't got nothing to do with nothing. Yeah. Like, it's like, men, y'all be the ones folding under pressure. Like, y'all are the ones who who destroy whatever we are trying Listen, the to world establish. The right now because of men. Because of men. And their anger and their ego. Now, as women, you know, that's something I learned to realize, that all men have ego. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you do have to shock their ego to a certain level. Yes. You know? You see me as a woman, I do want you to, you know, make me feel like a woman. And, you exactly. Know, but it's like... Okay, I may stroke your ego, but I'm not your pet to I'm be like, not. you know, like, okay, you know, I'm just like really stroking it. I'm not like, just there to be like, yes, daddy, you look so exactly, good. Exactly, yes, daddy. You're, you're not wrong at all. Black man. And some men this really is, want and that. And they need that all day. All day long. And I feel like that's, that's, that is a problem. That is a, I think men's biggest downfall is your ego. It's your pride. It's their ego. Because the thing with the men is like a lot of the time they want, they want to be treated in a way that they don't, their actions don't follow through, right? Mm. Like, you want me to to act like you taking this much care of me but it's like all you do is pay for our dates bro you're not yeah. doing no seriously it's like you're not taking care you don't you're not you didn't buy my car you didn't buy my clothes you didn't do this and i'm not saying that as a man that's your role but i'm also saying that you need to stop get, get that out your head that you took care of me to that extent like i also am an individual person and i've earned my equity in having conversations in our conversation yeah. and I, th- I think what a lot of men don't realize is that yes as you said not to take away about the fact that you pay for that dates because it's money you know what i'm saying like money does not grow on trees however Understand women. You know, yes, we women, we like security. Okay. We like to feel comfortable. Yes, we want to know that our man has a good job and can provide for us. However, I am an emotional being too. I'm a human being. Are you there for me emotionally? Mm -hmm. Are you there for me mentally? Are you there for me physically? You know what I'm saying? Are we a family? Are we one? Do we make decisions together? You know? For me, I don't I don't want a man that only feels like, oh, he's a provider and that's all he has to do. Exactly. And that's it. Like, oh, be, being a man, being a provider does not make you a man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's part of the things that make you a man, but that's just not, that's not just That's it. not the only thing. So it's kind of like, okay, so I'm going to ask you, um, just for like conversation's sake, um, if you were, if you had the opportunity to interview a guy, what are some questions that you would ask? Hmm. What would I ask? Why? Just why? Why are y'all the way y'all are? <laughs> like, what would I ask? Like, why don't you guys, why aren't you guys humble? Okay. 
why do you guys always want to have the final say? Right. Why do you feel like because you're a man, you know better? Right. That's another thing, too. Mm-hmm. You know, a woman can have more education, you know, in her degrees, whatever, be in a higher position, whatever. But they still feel like, okay, listen, even if you have a better job, even if you make more money, even if you're a judge or you're a doctor, you are this. And me, I'm I, I'm a blue-collar worker, not to take away from those blue-collar workers. Yeah. You know, or like, you know, obviously, you know this woman's smarter. Well, I'm the man, so shut up. You know what I mean? So it's from, I think Aurora is just this why. I'm just confused with a lot of, a lot of things. Yeah. I'm really just confused. Because even the older you get, you think, oh, you're going to know more. Yes, you may know more certain things. But it's also still more confusion. Because then, you, as you said, you end up questioning like, well, is it me? I really Am w- I tweaking? I would really ask, first of all, why you bother me when you know you don't want me? That's See? number one. Um, that's that's the first question I ask. Why do you bother when you know you don't want me? Because because you don't see me nobody else. Yeah, because because guys have a really bad habit of like, I just want to talk to her for sport. You right, because like, you know I'm not really feeling her like that. I know I don't want to be with her. I know I can't give her what she yeah. wants. But just because I don't want to see with somebody else, like I'm just gonna get you all the way invested, just see how far this can go, and it will be like, and just see, yeah, yeah, see what I can do, how much power I then have over like, you. Peace. You just cut it off, like. Like I so you took this too deep. Also, I have I want really want to ask like why if you are so strong why are you so afraid of your emotions? Because men and really are afraid the, of their emotions. They are the most sensitive. Men are the most sensitive. Most creatures. emotional people ever. Because then you, it, the things that you know you really see the emotions and or the way they show the emotions you're just like oh. So you mad? So yeah. That's what, and you just couldn't say you were mad. Listen. Oh, you're in your feelings. When you get that through that K in the text with the period, yeah. like you took the side with the period. Oh, when they stop responding. Oh, they, they hit you with the dots and then stop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you mad? I'm so listen. I'm trying not to play their game too much because I don't want to lose myself in the process of like, okay, me too. I'm becoming too much of a man. But hey, if you're not responding to my text or you know your texting habits is some type of way, I'm gonna give you the exact same thing. I wanna. Walk back for a second and explore what you just said. You said I'm becoming too much of a man. What does that mean? Damn. Because it's kind of like. But what, you know what I've heard that what, before. What traits are like? That's not a womanly trait. I've heard that. You know, I've actually heard that before. Um, and I've heard this for even from a young age. I think. I think when I first started really dating, I think it was uh, maybe my f- second year in college. This guy was like, "You act like a nigga," and I'm just like, "What do you mean I act like a hmm. nigga?" You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? I'm just like, "This is just me," you know. <laughs> I guess to me, I'm naturally, I'm not the. I think when I'm really involved with someone, then you really see how emotional I can be and affectionate mm-hmm. I am, you know. But especially if I'm just dating a person, I'm not just gonna instantly like. Oh, hey, boo, and start kissing on you or start whatever. Yeah. And a lot of men expect that. So mm-hmm. the sample I'm trying to, I'm going to give is, I think this guy I was dating, and, you know, whenever he picks me up, I just get in the car, I'm like, oh, hey. And he's like, oh, you don't even kiss somebody. You don't even, you know, be all feminine and stuff. And I'm just like, oh, are we even at that level yet for me to do that? Mm. You know what I'm saying? But you just want me to act all girly to, to you know, to stroke your ego and make you feel like a man. Right. But when I say I don't want to be too much like a man, I guess... To not really show my emotions, you know what I'm mm. saying? Um, play the same ga- game they play, you know? So, oh, they want to feel like, oh, okay, yes, men, they make the first move, woo-woo. But later on, it's expect, you know, they expect the women to be the one who's thirsty after a while. Right. You know what I'm saying? After a couple of days, after whatever, yeah. you know, she's the one who's going to text me more. No, 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 they do. No, because after a while, it's kind of like, okay, girl, it's your turn. I mean, I think, yes, overall, you know, it should go both ways. After right. a while, it should go both ways. Right. But to them, it's kind of like, well, I don't pay for this dates. We did this, woo-woo. So you two text me now, you know what I'm saying? Right. And not that I'm not going to text you, but if I feel like it's still not on the same level, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? If I see your text and 
habits is a certain way, I'm gonna give that same texting habits. I'm just return I am. energy. I'm, I, I am. That's what I do. Return the same energy. Mm-hmm. And then I've done it a couple of times. So a few people, and then they're like, "Oh well, you know, what's this all about?" I'm like, "I'm just I'm doing the same thing you're doing." Right. But you, you just don't see it that way. At, see me. I work on like a very like I'm confrontational. It's not like my favorite quality, but I am confrontational. Mm. And it's not necessarily in a thing of like I'm always gonna fight somebody. Right, right. But I'm always gonna be like super direct, right? Like mm. if somebody like out the blue, um, like like a guy start acting different, I'm instantly gonna be like, What's your issue? What's wrong with you? Like right. all of a sudden. And I'm like the lawyer type too. Like I'll bring out text that you told we me this and like facts. you know what I'm saying? I'll be like, okay, well, when you said this, 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 that, and the other, that's what you said to me. That's why I started acting this right. way. So what so why? So mm-hmm. what changed? If something changed, you should just let me know so I could act accordingly. Cause I'm always gonna act accordingly. Exactly. I'm and- like, I'm an actress, so I can switch it up. And then when you when you switch it up, and then they want to come back, oh, and they always come back too late when it's too late too. Yeah. yeah. Listen, when as when when we say we're done, you know what I mean? Yeah. We know that we're done. Yeah. And, and even if we still text you, but when we make that mental decision, like you know what? Okay, I'm gonna be cool with him, but I'm done. You know, on that yeah. on that like yeah. personal level, I'm, I'm done, done. You know. Yeah. And then they want to come back after months, weeks, months, oh. months. Oh. My bad. I was going through some stuff. I had some drama. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. I couldn't really be. And it's just like, and I, I could have been there for you to assist you with and this I, That's a serious problem that I think that like a lot of men have is like, they really do not understand how to be multifaceted. Like men will really be like, they I, can't. They, they it's can't finals do. week. I, 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 I can't talk to you. And it's like. They really can't. It's like, bro. I've spoken to uh, one of my friends. I think he's like 35 or, or so. And he legit said that we, the, the way we women, we could go to work, take care of the kids, do your podcast, your job, your hobbies, pay, you know, clean, clean your house, take care of your husband, all the stuff that we could do. They can't really focus on so many like things at the same time. At it's all. something that they have to actively practice and remind themselves like, okay, I do have a partner. Okay. Yeah. I do have, despite whatever like, is going on at my work, I do still need to be active at home and not take it home. Like it's something that they really yeah. struggle with. And that's the thing I think happens in a lot of marriages, right? Like when I yeah. talk to different, different married women, it, it just seems it's like when a man is doing well at work, then he's able to be a family man. But it's like if Some I'm just, struggle, I'm having a personal struggle, they're completely ghosts. They're not a father anymore. They're not a husband anymore. And I think that men, y'all really have to work on that and understand how to do everything. Like you can't just be a good man when you're, you're when it's all good. It, it can't because life is not always going to be all good. And I think that also attests to the fact that they do, they do not pay attention or uh, are willing to be emotional. Because when yeah. you do uh, pay attention to all your emotions, you know what yeah. I'm saying, you will know that, okay, I do have a partner here. That's, yeah. that, that's, that's, that's also my emotional partner too. Yeah. Your, your partner is not, not just there for you to have sex with and go on dates with. That's exactly. just not that's not just the point exactly. of being in a relationship, you know. But they're also there to be with you mentally, emotionally, spiritually, in every aspect. You guys are one. And this is related to marriage. You exactly. Know what I mean? So, like, if you do pay attention to your emotions, you know that. Oh wait, okay. Yes, I'm having a bad day at work, and I'm things are going bad at work. But okay, wait. I'm not also. I'm not being emotionally there for my my for my family, exactly. for my wife, for my kids. I'm not paying attention to them. Men are just. They are just so annoying. It's just like, and then you know, I listen. You see, we read all the stuff on Twitter. Men will make you do the stupid like. I don't know. Maybe it's a God-given power that God gives them. I do. You know what I mean? Hey. Like, the things that men will... The way they will twist your mind, the way that they will deceive you... It's you almost... Know? That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's a running joke, but it really is like, damn, we really being punished for making Adam eat that apple, bro. <laughs> like... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like it's yeah. like it's like God be like, hey, I ain't forget. I told I t- y'all had one job. I warned you to be made from the rib of my son, and here y'all go telling him to eat this apple. <laughs> and it's like, I, listen, you gonna learn today. I told you not to eat that damn apple. It's like I don't get it. It's just too confusing. Because even sometimes when you think you found the one, oh, he's a good man. Communication is good. We text, you know what I'm saying? He's a provider, hardworking. Mm-hmm. You see the hard worker, you see the potential. Everything is doing good. And things may be going well mm-hmm. for a good couple of months. Maybe even a year, or maybe even two. Then just boom. It do be like gaga. Just boom. It'd be like Like a ghost. It just like he disappeared. Like the wind. You don't even know who this is anymore. <laughs> you blink and you in a whole different and relationship. You're just like, wait, what? Am I tweaking? Like, wait, 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 what happened? What changed? Then you ask what happened and they don't have nothing to say. Nothing. But you know what? Okay. All right. We keep saying good man. What's a good man? Oh, what is a good man? What's oh, a that's good a man? good, uh, a good okay, man? Okay, for, for me personally, a good man, I'll start with, he's a God-fearing man. Mm-hmm. Now, we're all not perfect. We all sin on the regular, you know? But I feel like when you're God-fearing, you know what I'm saying, you would at least try and be intentional about your actions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're a God friend, you would not intentionally try to hurt somebody. Exactly. You know, some people, yeah, sometimes, you know, we may do stuff and, you know, in the midst of us being us or woo, woo, we hurt somebody's emotions, whatever. And then you re- you realize and you're like, oh my bad, I'm sorry, that wasn't my intention. But some people, as you said, their goal is to be like, let me see how far this is going to go. Yeah. So I want to break this woman. You know what I'm saying? I want to see how much power, how much finesse I got. You know what I mean? A good man, someone who's God fearing, who is kind? Who is attentive? Who's not taking advantage of you? Who's honest? Yeah. Period. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want to be in a relationship, okay? If you're just looking for a fuck buddy, say that. You know what I mean? If if, if you do want a relationship, say it and follow up with it. You know? Mm-hmm. For me, definitely a good man definitely is a provider because I do see that as part of the characteristics of being a man. You know? I don't want no lazy man. Yeah. You know? Um, a good man to me is also one who, could, who can pay attention to his emotions. You know? Who's mm-hmm. not scared of his emotions. You know? A man who's not scared to say, babe, I feel this way. Right. Tell me how you feel. Not just put it into actions and then I'm just like, ah, kilo shelle, what's the problem? Yeah. Like, ah, you know? No, don't do that. A good man who's just, who's your friend? Who wants the best for you? Now, that's one thing I pray for. I want a man that genuinely loves me and wants the best for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That when, I know that we're in this together. That wants to help me grow in every aspect. Whether it is emotionally, mentally, financially, whatever. You want to help me grow. You're for me. It's a partnership. Exactly. What about you? For me, okay. Um, I need a man that's communicative. Yeah. Or how do you say communicative? I'll be honest. <laughs> Was the proper anyway that can communicate in all ways? Like, yeah. let me know if it's good, or it's bad. That's or ugly. true. I need somebody that's open. Mm. Um, I need somebody that's loving and caring. Mm. Um, yes, a God fearing man. Uh, I need somebody that is adaptable. Okay, um, that's a good man. Somebody that understands that life is crazy and you know that doesn't change up just because life changed. Yeah, I need somebody loyal. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm a very loyal person. That's something every dude that I've ever like had any real relationship with yeah. always tells me. They're like, you're super loyal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, that's just how I just am. Like, yeah. I'm just a loyal person. Like, I'm always going to be 10 toes. So I need somebody that's 10 toes for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I need somebody that 
Um, it's, it's family oriented. Yeah. Like I, I need a, a man, a good man to me that's family oriented is somebody that understands that your family is so important to you that you're not going to risk it. You're not selfish. You're not selfish. You're selfless. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can put us first if need be. Mm. Um, and, and that's just that on that. You know, I need a Russell Wilson. I just need that. I don't, I don't need no hood motherfucker. I don't need no, you know, gra gra. Bossy, whatever, but I just yeah. just be. I had a phase, humble. bro. I had a phase. And well, I was like, okay, wait, let's discuss about this. So, what type of men have you dated or Ooh. had experience with? You know, maybe not full on date, but just that you've had a you know some type of personal encounter with. Okay, um, hmm. I definitely always. I feel like I always get the emotionally broken boys, like unstable, I, emotionally unstable. Yes, that be my. That's my thing. Like, if a dude got some little issues. He just is attracted to me. I don't know do, why. Do you feel? Do you feel like you also like attract them in the sense that you feel like you can help them also? I just feel like I'm such like like people talk to me all the time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like before you know it, I'm like really talking to you through your life, and you're like, oh my god, she gets me, mm-hmm. and, da, da, da. and then before you know it, you really trying to be with me, and then I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, well since we've talked through all your problems, let's talk about some mm-hmm. of mine, and then they'd be like, I just I just don't have the bandwidth for all of this right wow. now. That's and that's just like where I be at. With a lot of guys, um, I've matured though, so it was like that was definitely like a high school, maybe earlier twenties. Mm-hmm. Damn, I'm to my the point, early twenties. That's what I'm saying. I'm to the point where I can say early twenties. Um, right. now I think that I get with more of like. I think I get a lot of like pseudo good guys now mm. where it's like, mm. you know, oh, on paper they seem cool and everything's cool, but then like you really like get, get to, to know them, them you're like, and eh. it's like, oh, <laughs> 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 that's, that's what it is. It's like, oh, okay. I peeped that. Um, I've done like the hood thing. I had a phase where I like really liked the hood boys, the little gang, really? gang banging. Oh, type. really, gang bang? Yeah, like just like ah, you know, front of block and da 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 da. Yeah, I used to like those type. Um, I don't know why. I mean, I don't like wahala. I don't like. Yeah, that's, that's why it, it was a very short lived, short lived because it got too real, and I was like, I'm not about this life, boy. I'm right. sorry, I can't. Uh, uh. You fine? You trying to be in a fight? I'm trying to. I'm not exactly. be targeted for exactly. nothing. Like no. Um, so yeah, I let that go. I, I've done like the softies too, like the real I emotional. I like the softies though. But they be too emotional, boy. Then I ain't, and I ain't when they start making me be the dude in the relationship. I'm like, gee, come on, boss up. Yeah, like, what boss up? I'm be like, come on, give, give. Okay, too emotional in what way? Because there's different ways of being too emotional. Like, too emotional and, like, crybaby. Like, like you're just, like, crippled with your emotion. Like, you really not, like, it's one thing to acknowledge an emotion, but you need to acknowledge it with action. Like, if you're just going to be like, I just can't. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, Eeyore, get some, Ah! like, get some gold to you. Okay, okay. I feel that. For me, I feel like I've definitely dated the arrogance you know, the arrogant, mm-hmm. I'm the man, yeah. look, you're angry guy, but I had to end that, like, quick. Mm-hmm. It was one guy that I did it, and he was like, he told me, what did he say? He said, we are not equals. That's ridiculous. When he said that, I'm just like, oh, then he said that, if you want to be a Nigerian man, you have to know how to be a Nigerian woman. I'm just like, what does that even mean? That's crazy. You know what I mean? Because I, I am a Nigerian woman, you know right. what I mean? Like, it's not like I don't understand the dynamics of, you know, as I, as I said, being the head and how you, you're a woman, you know, woo, woo. I understand that. But for, when you're coming at me because 
That's you ridiculous. feel insecure within yourself. But anyway, I've dated, I've dated a insta- uh, angry, arrogant man. You know, what else have I dated? I've dated a broke, broke guy too. Ugh. That have nothing to offer. After a while, I'm just like, why am I the one quick paying you money? You wrote she wouldn't hear. What kind of nonsense is that? Girl. Like, no, uh, that also had to like. Oh eh, man, thank you. And you don't have an adult relationship till you ain't gave your man no bread. That's just the fact <laughs> of the matter. That's <laughs> like that's, no. Listen, I've, I've dated and I, I've had a good man that things just didn't end up. It just didn't work out because he ended up tweaking. Like he mm. just ended up tweaking. He ended up. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he's then then now he'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry, but it's too late, baby. But um, I've dated the fake Christian one, man. The, 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 the first godly guy. That's the one that be blowing you. Listen, oh, as y'all yeah, know, I'm a Christian. Had, I've oh, had one of those fake godly that be trying exactly. to give me. Exactly. Whether well, Christian, like, Muslim, whatever it is, but they, they act like they're so much into the religion, which you can. But, you know, being religious doesn't make you a good person at the same time. It sure time. don't. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the Bible says I should do this. The Quran said this and that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you, you know, you spitting scriptures. You know, you in the choir or you, or you singing the Arabic songs and you in it. But then what does your action say? What are you doing? In the, what are you doing with your fellow church members? Exactly. How are you treating women? Exactly. So I've dated that too. And I was just like, oh, and I think that's even the one that hurts the most too. That's one of the ones that did hurt the most for me because I know that I, you know, I am, You're I'm really into, yeah. you know, my spirituality and God and, you know, exactly. my God. So it's like for you to use that as a tool to play me. To play me. That's it's crazy. It's kind of like, oh. That's very deceitful in a like, different way. Like, oh, okay. This this is what you on. So I think this is one of the most dangerous ones to even like stay away from. You have mm-hmm. to be. You have to be. Me and a guy in church or me and a guy at a mosque does not guarantee that he's a good man. You know. Exactly. But like, where can you find a good man? Oh, that's where? true. If somebody knows where to find a good man. Holla at me. Where? Where? Holla at me. Because I don't know. I don't know where they be at. Girl, I give up on Tinder. I ain't doing Tinder no more. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm just letting it be known now. Hot Girl Summer is over. I'm deleting. Oh, it's all over. The, I'm deleting all the numbers. Um, I'm gonna be back faithful to myself, and I'm gonna find somebody to be faithful to. <laughs> um, and that's that on that. Like, I'm not going to, you know. I'm I'm done with Hot Girl Summer. The captain said it's about to be a hot nerd fall, mm-hmm. so I'm about to be on that. Right, right. Yeah, girl, this Tinder is useless. I feel like it was a good little second, like, oh, my God, new people. Who, yeah. After a while, it's the same conversations over and over again, you yeah, know? I'm tired. What do you do? What are you looking for? I'm tired of that, you know? And then it's like, it's just nonsense. So I'm just, as you said, being faithful and waiting on the Lord. Yeah, I'm know? just like... Please, I, if you are not correct, do not come my way. I mean, I mean, so I can play the game. But I, after a while, it's like, you know, after a while, I'm just like, I don't even have the energy to play the game with you, to do, to do this tic-tac-toe, um, um, Tom and Jerry, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm, chasing each other. I'm, I'm tired of it's playing like, with boys. It's like, no, I need a man who knows what he's want, who is humble and, you know, willing to go for a woman that is solid. Exactly. Like, like I'm... Yeah. But yeah, man, y'all y'all be confusing. Y'all need to get it together. Looking for the Nipsey to my Lori. Oh, damn, true. Except please don't get shot. That don't right. hurt my feelings. Damn, that's true. Oh, Russell, Russell Wilson, that's a good man. Way younger, and I was just, it made me think about, like, damn. It also shows that he was raised. Right, well. because the whole mm. notion of, like, men needing time to mature has been debunked. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he was raised. I feel like also women, you know, listen, women are aged now. When we do have our sons, please raise them well. Raise okay? them well. And Don't also, baby them. Yeah. Also, acknowledge if you are not a woman that's ready for the type of man that you're asking for. Mm, 
Because I think that that's that, true. That, that's something that I've really been trying to work on, like internally, like no no jokes aside. Like, a, am I really ready for the type of love and relationship and all that stuff that I say that, that I, I want? Like, that's that's very um, true. Because you know. I can't really, in all seriousness, be like, oh, I'm having a hot girl summer and really like. Oh, I want this good and man. And I to want come this good me. man. You know what I'm saying? Like, clearly I'm in one vibe. I'm not ready for that that's vibe. Very true. I fully. think that's mature. You know, and it's just like, I can't honestly say that about myself um, and really say that I'm about to take the time to invest in myself and hope that the person that I want is. You know, go and find me. Yeah, I feel like overall, you have to work on yourself if you're looking for a relationship. And this goes for men, too. I think men tend to forget that they need to work on themselves. Yeah. They feel like they don't... Oh, I have a good job. I'm making money. I have, I, I do this and do that. Yeah. You know, I don't have to work. I have nothing to work on. No, you do need to work on yourself. You do need to know your insecurities, you know? Yeah. But listen, I'm tired of talking about men, because... All right, let's get into the other stuff that we talk about on the podcast. Mm. <laughs> now, do you have anything more to say about men? I love you guys. I mean, it's one of those that you can't live it's, without. Yeah, them. it's a love hate relationship. Yeah, like I, I want a man. Since I don't want a man, I but need I do man. Want a man. I need one, but I don't at the same time. At the same time, you know. Yeah. All right. Oh, a cross cultural conversation. Oh yeah. Woo-hoo. All right. So let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Pull it up. We got a message from a fellow listener of ours. And our listener said, Hi, Cross-Cultured. I really like how you guys talk about the struggles of being African in America, especially on your parents' episode. I've been having problems with my parents. I'm 23, and I feel embarrassed when my friends and I are out freely, and I still have to come home at a certain time. We've been there. How do I get my parents to treat me like an adult without fully cutting me off or calling me rude? This is a tough one. That's Well, we've all been there, my friend. That is part of growing up African, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think that it's it's about... Having conversations Like for me What I try to do Because I kind of I feel like For the longest I went through that With my with my mom And a lot of it Was like um, I might appease her In the moment To avoid conversation mm-hmm. But then later Like the next day I'll definitely have A conversation with her Like you know Yesterday Whatever I came home But also I don't think that's Excuse me I don't think that's fair Because this is the Any other Like you know It's about making sure That they understand That you are mature You're not an adult And sometimes Coming to a compromise Right like Maybe um, You know It sounds childish To have a curfew But also If you young enough To still be living In your, your parents house You do have to understand That their house Their rules Like just cause you are an adult Clearly you, you're not To a place in your adulthood Where you are but, but, on your But what own. if you're an adult You 25, 26 And you You know You still live in your parents' house Maybe cause Probably out of convenience There's no need to move out But you contribute To the bills in the house You and, also and, pay things in the and house And that's what you I'm saying you know? It's like you guys Everything has to be a conversation You yeah. know what I'm saying Because at the end of the day You know It is still their house You know what I mean Like even if you contribute In this than any other There's you know There's levels right Like yes you can contribute But that don't mean You walking in the house Every day 6, 7, 8 You know what I'm saying Yeah like, that's some people, true some You have to be respectful You have to be respectful Sometimes it might just be like Okay I'm just not coming home Like just communicate Like yeah. this than any other And it could be that You know it's, it's just having that level Of respect for one each other as adults that live in the house Yeah As you said No matter what You live in the house It's always gonna be It's always, it's always gonna come with something You know As an African parent As a parent You know Like the fact that You're still in my house You know Whether it is by choice Or not by choice Finances or whatever it is It is some rules That you have to abide with You know yeah. But as you said You definitely have to Have that conversation Now let's be real African parents Definitely be doing too much They you do know? But they you, have do to hold your, you have to Stand your ground you In the conversation You have to stand your ground Respectfully uh-huh. And 
a lot of times, even when you do stand your ground respectfully, the fact that you're just simply saying no, I don't agree. They take it as disrespect. Because exactly. I've experienced that before. Like, I know maybe some one of my parents, I'm like, oh, no, I don't agree. And she's like, what? You're telling me no? And it's like, girl, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not being disrespectful, okay? I'm being respectful, but I'm just saying that I have a different point of view. Exactly. You know? So it's just all about you. Oof, I'm sorry. Good, good luck. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. again, it's just about, like, always making sure that, you know, your point is heard. The best thing is to move out. Simple. <laughs> For honesty, that's what I did. I can't. I can't live with any of my parents anymore. I just. I oh cannot. yeah, I've moved out, moved back in. Moved. I think like me, I, I left the house. I like literally was gone for like three years, mm-hmm. and then I moved back. So now I'm back at my mom's place. Because you came back. Because I yeah, because I came back to the city. So I, I left and I came back to the city. Um, and then you know, but it's completely different. Like me before, it was a time when my mom pulled up. Do you remember my mom pulled up on us like out oh. of the blue? Like she's talking about you're not picking up my Girl, car. Girl, so high. Girl, we was high. It was so <laughs> funny. Like because we was all scared. Like what? Like she just pulled up out of nowhere. Nowhere. Oh, where are uh, we doing that? That was the get. We we're literally, we literally were in the house watching music videos. Like that's literally and what dancing. we were doing, dancing like teenage girls. Like that's all we were doing. But it's just the fact of like you really did this much. And then you know coming back now though, um, you know one. I think when I first moved back, she tried to be on some stuff. But I, I simply just let her know. Like at the end of the day. You know, you have to at some point learn that I'm an adult. Yeah. Like, I'm always going to be your child, but I'm not a child. And that's yeah, what you have to exactly. learn the difference. Yeah. They, they have a problem with respecting their child as an adult and seeing yeah. that this, this, you're a full-grown adult here. They're yeah, not babies. They're yeah. not sucking on your breast no more. Okay. Yeah, like, uh, but, but good luck. But yes, you guys, please continue to send us uh, messages y'all. on Instagram, on Twitter. And we do a new thing where we do post, you know, the video on Instagram. And, you know, we listen to other people's responses. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, do that. So let's go into our black excellence. Dami, you could go first. All right, my black excellence is um, teenage girl Ransa Peña Popa of Lithonia, Georgia. Um, she's a recent valedictorian of Arabia Mountain High School, and um, more important, well, not more importantly, but in addition to that, she is the winner of the Google Doodle contest, and she won um, a thirty k scholarship because of it. So I don't know if. You guys saw her her doodle the other day. I saw it on Google. Mm. It was basically the picture of the woman and her daughter in the picture, and then the picture is like overlooking uh, the woman and her daughter. So it's almost like a foreshadowing oh. thing. And she said basically that she chose that because um, it just kind of reminds her of her relationship with her mom. Of like you know like. I come from a generation of strong women and stuff like that. So that was great. She she beat out 200,000 entries and earned herself a $30,000 scholarship. So shout out to you, Adansai. Oh, my gosh. Also, shout out to our clap machine working again. Today, working today. We'll see you next working week. Working today. Um, okay, my person... I'm sorry, my... Um, so my person is Simone Biles. She is the first... First American to win a medal at every event at the World Championship. Um, she's not just the first woman, not just the first African American, but the first American period. Meaning no one has ever done this before in the United States, ever. Mm-hmm. And how old is she? She's just 22. Yep. She's she's 22. And she did some specific like flip that they be doing. I think it's like a double. Like a triple double. Yes. And she was the first one to do it successfully. And listen... Yeah, she's the first person to ever perform a double-double dismount on beam. First woman in history to hit a triple-double. First woman in nearly 70 years to win six U.S. all-around titles and has more world titles than any other gymnast. 
22 black girl. 22 yeah. year old black girl. Give it up for her. We are talented, okay? It's just crazy how black women be like, <clears throat> we be just beating ourselves. Because it wasn't too long that we were talking about Gabby Douglas in that way. Yeah, 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 and yeah, like yeah, yeah. Everything. And then here comes Simone Biles. And who knows who's going to come in another two, three years. Exactly. So, shout out to them. Also, we didn't mention this earlier, but it just reminded me. Prayers up to our beloved Serena Williams, who had to retire from, what is it, the Australian Did she retire or she, she, she had re- to drop out of the game? She retired from the game. That's yeah, what okay. it was. Not like fully because of a back, back spasm yeah. and back injury. So prayers up to Serena Williams. That was we sad because she was so emotional. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. And, you know, at the end of the day, just let it be known, Serena Williams is solidified in history. She can stop playing tennis today, but she will she always, always be, be the greatest history. athlete. Yes. Of okay. alive. All right. So let's get into our TV. TV, TV, TV. So TV, um, coming to America sequel. That is coming up. So th- th- it's legit in the works, like for real, for real. Yeah, every day they confirm somebody else. And it seems like, you know, all the like our old the actors Original are gonna, cast they're gonna be through. there. Like, mm-hmm. you know, definitely. So I think that's that's really exciting. Um I'm kind of interested to see what it's gonna be about this time. Yeah, I, I want to see the plot. They said they're shooting it at Rick Ross's house. house so I'm guessing yeah. that they're in, in America. America. So and maybe it's about another prince there son or something maybe maybe we'll see. we'll see it's been years so it's over 20 years yeah sure they, like they should put years. me up in there i know right um <laughs> it could have been me going back to africa <laughs> all right um south side is on comedy central it is a super funny show Super hilarious. I really like it. I think that everybody should check it out, especially mm-hmm. if you are a Chicagoan. Um, and I try to promote a lot of Chicago-based shows because, mm-hmm. you know, Chicago um, has so much talent, but we don't have enough support in terms of the entertainment industry. Like, we have a whole Cinespace studio here, but we don't have, like, anything to the magnitude of the Tyler Perry studios in Atlanta or anything like LA Hollywood studios or anything like that and I think that you know when people are trying to bring shows to Chicago we need to support it so that more artists have the opportunity in Chicago Yes. Okay. Next, Euphoria. You watch that show, right? Yes, I've been watching Euphoria. Super late to the party, I know, but it's good. You know, I love for I love a teenage drama, which is what it is. Um, I'm really more so impressed with Zendaya mm. on the show. That's really the only reason I put it on there. Zendaya mm. has proven herself to be a real actress, y'all. Like, there's no way you can watch her in this and and not see that she she has transcended Disney a long time ago. She's transcended the Spider-Man movies that she does. And, and you know, Zendaya is definitely going to do some crazy, crazy things in the future. So I just want to shout mm-hmm. out that out. Oh, that's not about the Marlon Wayans sex to put Netflix. So it's movie. a movie. I thought it was a show. It's a movie. No, it's a movie. Sex tablet. So it, basically, it came out yesterday. It's basically Marlon Wayans is himself six times. Okay, so the plot of it is he's trying to have a baby, but he's adopted. And you know how adopted people we want to know their family. And he found out he got. So then he finds out he's one of six sex tablets. Mm-hmm. So they go on like a road trip, and he finds all his sex, tub- sex tablets. And I, it's I just him. I'm not gonna watch it. It's super like I don't know people. I mean, he was on a Breakfast Club talking about like this is my best work. And oh, um, I saw the preview. It seemed a little corny. I it mean, it's definitely corny. on some Eddie move. Um, Muffy vibes yeah. but I think I just don't like the way like the costume how like they actually look or how he looks so you're just kind of like I don't want to watch this but I may wow, actually so check it out watch stuff based on looks yeah if it's not looking right to me I ain't finna watch it I based on like a physical aesthetic based on the costume based on the makeup everything yeah if the production is mm-hmm. not looking good I don't know where you're trying to twist this one to <laughs> girl you ain't finna do me <laughs> but you know that's how I pick my movie like if I'm watching some Nigerian movie and I see that why is he why is it looking this way I'm not gonna watch it you know not 
based on the individual, but the production. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> Whatever, but yes. Um, but hey, check it out. I'm gonna catch it. You may be on a movie yeah. I'll probably watch it on like a board night. Yes. Um, but one thing. So I've been watching Netflix. You know, every now and then, and I try to watch black like shows or black films because there are actually some really decent ones. You know. Mm-hmm. So there's this one with um, it's called Running Out of Time. I watched Time. it last night. Actually. You did? Did you like it? Yeah, it was good. It was pretty it's good. Decent. I like the yeah. ending too. I'm just like, oh, she came back. You know, yeah. it's actually decent. Like, it's yeah, it's not a new plot or story, but it's decent. I think it was acted well. Yeah. You know, it got Tasha. It, Matt, exactly. Uh, Tasha from How to Get a, uh, from Why Did I Get Married. I forget her real name. And it's, Any Tasha? It, it it's might not be Tasha. Ta- no, it's something. Anyway, Tasha. Y'all know who I'm talking about. And then Tyreek from Sister Sister. 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 And I, then um, what's that grandma? Like oh, Thelma Hopkins. That's her real yeah. name. Oh, um, that's okay. She Thelma. was on, what's that show? That she was on Half and Half. half she was Aunt Rachel on Family Matters. Yeah, so yeah. It's, 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 it's a decent. Cute. Yeah, it's decent. And it's entertaining. Yeah, it's entertaining. All right, let's get into Basketball Wives. Girl. Girl. The drama. They're all just fake. They're just phony. Yeah. It just really just shows how this... Women be capping, G. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what this showed me. Like, it showed me that women really be like, girl, I'm not for the mess. I'm not for the drama. But be the first ones to create the mess and the drama. Yeah. Like, it's just a bunch of, like, he say, she say going around. And it's just crazy to see this from all super grown women, which is like... Super grown women. Like, super grown women. And it's just like... You know, like, and, and some of the stuff, I don't know. Maybe I don't have kids. So those of you that tell me they have kids, please tell me. Like, I feel like some of them be going too far and talking about, oh, you talking about my kids, you talking about my kid. But it's like, that wasn't even, like, a big enough statement for you to get that riled up over. B- buck wild and ready to go crazy. Yeah, you know, I just feel like some stuff is just like, okay, first of all, my child is not like that. You sound crazy. Keep my kid name out your mouth, period. Simple. It don't have to be like a, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to flip this shit. Over, yeah, but it's not again, like you're physically hurting my child in any manner, right? Like, I just I just don't have kids, so I don't know. I don't know, but it's just also show what this people do just to stay relevant on reality story or reality TV, you know, exactly to have one type of storyline so that they don't get cut, you know, because right. this is their paycheck, too. I'm just not even f- after you told me what happened, I'm like, I ain't gonna watch it because that's basically it's nothing to watch. Damn, you lame, you need to watch it. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm maybe I'll watch the next episode. You lame, how you just skip two episodes? Like, what's wrong with you? But you you basically told me what it is. What is no, this? No, G, watch it for yourself so you can see how it plays out so I can have somebody but to you know, talk there, about it. There's this. so much clips on Instagram, too. So it's, stop being lame, get them their ratings. Damn, so you mad? Yeah, uh-uh. get them their ratings. Come whoa, on, whoa, take it easy. <laughs> talk about love, best for wives here. It's not no deep show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna watch it. My bad. Dang. <laughs> All right, let's just go to music. Right. We're gonna talk more next week. Okay. Okay, music. Uh, Missy Elliott, she is to receive the MJ Vanguard Award at MTV MVAs. Shut I think up. they now removed that MJ. What you say? I think now they removed the MJ. I think that's trash that they're really yeah. removing Michael Jackson's name from that. That's that's trash, especially because they're removing it because of a, a documentary that came out to even be false. Exactly. So it's like that's just y'all just be trying to steady find a way to dishonor Michael Jackson. Y'all just mad. Yeah, but this is, she definitely um, deserves this um, award. She is definitely a legend. Um, this is just awesome for her. I'm happy for her that she's definitely getting like all this. Yeah, credit, like you know? who who all else? This award all these stuff. people that got it before her. It's crazy that she yeah. didn't got. So it's like as of late, you can tell that she's people are definitely acknowledging her for her work yeah. and stuff. So that's wonderful. 
Um, Young Thug album is out, right? Yes, I didn't get to it because I was too busy listening to Control the Streets, um, Volume Two. To, but Thug, you know, Thug is nice. He guys think Thug ain't been out in a while too. Like mm. I think the last album he had was that little country album, which wasn't bad. Oh, he had a country album. Yeah, it was, it, that's mm. what I'm saying. We don't be talking about Thug and the stuff he does musically, but Thug had a country album and it wasn't bad. I, I, I listened to it a lot actually. Okay. Um, so Ray Shrummer, well, really not Ray Shrummer. It was really Sway Lee and Drake came out with a song. Damn. And it's produced by Techno. Naija um, Artist. Yeah, Naija Artist, Techno. It's an Afro beat song. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. I mean, it's on What's like, the song called? Oh, God. What is it called? Damn. I just looked at it, too. Let me find it. I got it. Do, 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 do. Uh, but, yeah. Um, so what's, even, what, what's up with the brother? Like, oh. I don't even really see him do any, like, songs individually with people like that. Slim Jimmy? I don't know. Slim Jimmy? Mm-hmm. But Sway Lee and Drake's song is called Won't Be Late. It's out already? Yeah, it's, been, it's out. Okay, I'm going to listen to it today. Yeah. Um, Control the Streets, Volume 2. Okay, so I listened to that. It was, like, 33 songs, so super long. Why can't they wait for JT to come out for crying out loud? I'm just tired of hearing Miami. And, and you know what's crazy? It was actually a lot of City Girl songs. There were some songs that had JT voice. Like, you can tell, like, it was a pre-laid track mm-hmm. or something. Um, but, yeah, Miami, child, oof, just just relax. Just, oof, just calm down. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just like, I mean, are you doing it for the team? You know, but... At this point, I don't think they should make any more music like that without yeah. JT. Especially because they saying JT's supposed to be out by the end of this month. Really? That's what uh, P was saying. I th- maybe the end of next month because August almost over. Girl, they be saying that at the top of the year, yeah. spring, summer. But, but that's what they saying. They saying God willing, she almost out for real this time. So yeah, I just you know it's it's obvious that Miami's. She's tired, you know. Yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah, she's tired. Let, you know, have the baby and let JT come out. Yeah, and, let JT hold it down for a little bit yeah. while she's on maternity yeah. leave or something. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was a good album though. The baby went off. Little baby went off. Yachty went off. Like I forget how many people are part of QC um, that we listen to on a daily. That's true on a daily. So true. it's like, oh yeah, this is you know Migos, uh-huh. um, Marlo is on there. Which little bit? One of the babies. Both the babies. Both little the babies. baby okay. and the baby. Um, so it's you know it's decent it was decent uh, album. All right, well I think that's pretty much it, right? Oh yeah, that's it. That's it. So quote of the day. Is the quote? You know I saw one funny quote and he said that first God created man and then mm. he had a better idea <laughs> <laughs> and he created woman. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, it was funny. All right, but my uh, my other like main 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 quote oh, I main that quote. Was the quote. I mean, should I, I could end it with that. I know it's going to be, that's being bogus. Uh, um, but, you know, just keep it neutral. Neither man nor woman is perfect or complete without the other. Thus, no marriage, relationship, or family is likely to reach its full potential until husband and wives, mothers and fathers, men and women, girlfriends and boyfriends, partners work together in unity of purpose, respecting and relying upon each other's strength. Good. That is our quote. And thank you for listening to our episode today. For this is Cross Culture. Culture.